Hello and welcome to Breaking Late, a motorsports podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and with me, as always, JD. How's it going? Good, mate. Good, yeah. Just backing up off the um, Hockenheim ring? Yes, the Hockenheim Grand Prix. That was a excellent weekend, really. Yeah, really enjoyable race, um, especially at the start there. Wow. Oh, that race was just... We just rewatched the start of the race and it's like so much went on in those first few laps. Yeah, uh, it was amazing. There was no big incidents, actually. There were three, four wide in some corners and um, everyone drove really cleanly and did a great race. Yeah, yeah it was good. This will probably be a shorter episode this week. Unfortunately, none of us actually got to see qualifying. We'll still touch on that a little bit. But yeah, we really only saw the race. So that's all we've got to go on this weekend. Jumping to qualifying. Let's bring up the results. Just having a quick look. Um, in Q1, you were pretty much... It looked like just the regulars that dropped out. Kvyat, he was down in 19th. He's just lost it, hasn't he? He's just lost all motivation to Yeah, I think everyone's, everyone's written him off and I'm not sure if he's if that's got to him as well or the team's not developing anything towards his side of the garage or whatnot. But, yeah, he's he's not having a good time of it. No, he's come out and basically just said that it, ever since he got dropped from the Red Bull team and got put back into Toro Rosso, he's just, yeah, lost the motivation. And, unfortunately, I think he can do really well if he just, you know, gets that opportunity again. But oh, I it's don't... a real shame. He, you know, this is going to... Uh, he's not going to be in F1 next year. It's looking no. pretty obvious to that. Um and it will be interesting to see where he goes from there. Obviously, he was quite a skilled driver. He got promoted to Red Bull, so they don't take any slack, you know, uh, slow drivers up there, but not good enough for them. Maybe follow the other two Toro Rosso drivers when they got Formula exited e. and go to Formula E. Become a world champion, maybe. Maybe. So looking into Q2, uh, you've got Button and Alonso. They didn't get out of Q2 this weekend. Yeah, it's a shame. That's because they were, had a, what, two or three race in a row that they had gone into Q three mm. one of them did bit of a shame but this track probably didn't suit their car quite as much no we'll jump straight to q3 so looking at the results there you've got massa down in 10th that's a you know good result to see him back up in um in q3 bottas outdid him he got in eighth with a 15.53 hulkenberg actually got ahead of perez which is good because that's a little inter-team battle which i think both of those guys have been re-signed for force india for next year well, yeah, there's actually a little bit of um, controversy there because Perez come out and he said that he hasn't, he's not 100% signed and everything. Maybe he's got fingers crossed to go somewhere, which I don't think there's any seats open. But the team owner come out and said that he had signed. So it's a bit weird there. But um, yeah, so it, it, great inter-team battle with those two. Yes. A quick one, just a little off topic. Say Williams get rid of Massa. Would that be a like say what happens if Perez could move to Williams? Would that be a positive, a, a or, a positive or a negative? Do you think that's just a sidestep or do you think that's a step forward? Um, back? I don't think it's a step forward. No, more no, back uh, than it's side. Just, yeah, I think it's probably. I don't know. I think it's probably a sidestep. I think Force India, like they're both a lower budget team. Yep. But Force India seem to just be striving ahead. Force India are doing really well now. They've developed their car quite well in this throughout this season i think they're one Maybe, of the better performing cars now yeah well i think they've done the most development or n- not the most developments but in that well, pack actually, that they're running that mid pack yeah they've developed the car the f- yeah yeah forward the most actually i think was it um can't remember if it was the hulkenberg uh nico come out and said that they pretty much bring a something new to every race meeting on that car 
Wow. And that's, he said, that's a lot we're of work pretty much one of the it. only teams in the in the whole pack that's doing that. That's good on him. And I mean, it's good to see Force India and those two guys doing really well because I think they're, they're one of the drivers that everyone kind of likes. Like Perez and Hulkenberg, no one really hates them. Yeah, I think Hulkenberg definitely. I think Perez probably had a few enemies from when he went to McLaren and he was rubbing up Jensen Button the wrong way. He probably, yeah. probably hurt a few of his British fans that way. But um, yeah, other than that, he's pretty well loved through the field. Looking into fifth and sixth position, you've got Raikkonen and Vettel. So that's Raikkonen out qualifying Vettel again. Yeah. Give the boy a deal and uh, he drives better. Yeah. I think that was happening when he was at Lotus as well. Definitely good to see. I mean, yeah, he was a couple of two tenths faster than um, Vettel, which was good. And then you've got the Red Bull battle for third and fourth. Yep. Ricardo, tenth number three again. on the car, third grid position. Yeah, that was good to see again. Ricardo's got the stellar performance he's had this year. He's only been out qualified once by a teammate. It's um I don't know how he does it to be honest, but yeah, it's great effort. And then you've got the inter-team battle with Mercedes and Rosberg um pipped Hamilton to pole on this um this yeah, particular another, occasion. Another one, another 10th there as well and nice and close between all of those and um yeah, nice close battle for him. Onto the race. Onto the race, yes. Should we talk about the start? Yeah. I believe that's probably a good place that, to start. That is always a good place to start. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was Ros- a great start and um, very exciting into turn one there, wasn't it? It was. Like, Rosberg actually got a good start off the line. Yeah, he, I think he got one of the best getaways off the line. Yeah, yeah he best, launched up. Best initial traction. He just uh, fumbled it once yeah. he got up there. He got too, way too much wheel spin. Wheel spin in 30. You see that on board from, I think, Ricardo when he was behind him? Yeah. It smokes the tires. It was just, I mean, the two Red Bulls, those guys got actually a pretty good launch as well. They like, did. They, they did. And, and um, Vettel. Yes. M- like, he just, I think he could have stuck up the outside of Ricardo, but it, I think he knew what was going to happen when he got to turn one. Yeah, I think Vettel was sort of like, all right, I'm in pouncing Re- position, but let's stay out of crashing position. Yeah, yeah like- exactly. The maturity started to come through there. I reckon, you know, five, six years ago, Vettel might have tried something that wasn't going to work, but he's very mature these days. And he just went, yep, no point trying to win it in the first corner. We'll just keep our noses clean. Yeah. I mean, there was just some really good wheel-to-wheel racing at the start of that race. Like, you had Rosberg and Ricardo that had a really good battle within yeah, the definitely. first lap. Yep. You had, I don't know if it was on the first lap, but it was definitely very close. Felipe Nazar in the, the um, Sauber. I don't... Yeah, I, that start he, he got, he just he threaded the needle... Up the inside of everyone like after turn cars. one. Yeah. yeah. Just, but, and it was just like... I think they were all too busy trying to drive the car that was on the outside of them off the track and running out wide and not... He just uh, did a big late turn in. Just like, yeah, expert, you guys Apex left like... And, it wasn't even oof. a door. It's like a whole like four lanes wide. He just easy into that position. Just yeah. straight through. It was just, just got good traction off the corner and blasted away. Yeah, it was really good. Massa though. Felipe Massa in the Williams. He just... He should have just packed up at the start when he started complaining on the radio. Yeah, um, I think he had a bit of damage. I can't remember who yeah, he, he had contact hit. with. I, I, yeah, I don't know who he got hit, but he um, got hit. He had some contact. And yeah, it's I don't know if it damaged the rear drawing tree or the diff setting, like uh, buggered up the diff or something like that, but he had massive traction issues. I was watching in one... Uh, sort of mid-race when he was struggling with it, and the thing was stepping out all over the place. Yeah, well, when he... um went into pit he actually had a longer pit stop and we're trying to work out why but he had one of the crews taking a photo of the rear of the car to see if there was any damage that they could assess later on 
Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think, think they could see anything no, at the they time. Didn't find anything? He just got swamped. I mean, Kevin Magnuson got past him. <laughs> Poor Saints. Saints got past him, and then he had that like a six point one second pit stop, and he just lost out to Massa again. Come yeah. out behind him. Yep. That's the problem. Like the Williams, they are great at pit stops. They are. They're the. They're the they leaders. The, they're the leaders. They're the benchmark. I think team. they did another what two second flat pit yeah. stop. I think on the weekend. It was. Which is still great pit stop time. The one thing that I love watching Carlos Saints drive, but he's a good passer. And oh, he's 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 got. I can't wait for him to be in the uh, sport. Yeah, I can't wait for him to be in a Ferrari or, a, you know, a, a tricked up McLaren in the next couple of years or Red Bull or somewhere can else. Can you see like him that. in a Red Bull? Like oh, maybe no, if I Danny, Danny, if um Danny, if Ricardo would leave. Yeah. I just but then Verstappen and Saints were already butting heads. I don't think you'd want to put them back into a team in race-winning cars. Yeah, I, I just don't see them. Um, there's no positions available, and I don't think there's any positions available for a couple of years other than Raikkonen. Yep. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Button, maybe. But then you'd think McLaren would probably what, bring in a younger driver. Uh, McLaren's got Stoffel van Dorn. Yeah, and he's actually quite good. He's very, very good. Um, And if they don't bring him in next year, I think he'll he'll walk. Yeah. There's rumours saying that he might be taking um, Harry Anto's place at Manor. Yeah, well, I've that, been hearing a lot that Harry Anto might be well, gone. Well, yeah, the funding for his drivers is uh, starting to dry up. And See, he's the one the sponsored by Indonesian government. Yeah, the Indonesian government are putting a lot of pressure on businesses in the in their country to try and get behind him, but there's not really been any takers. So he is very much looking on shaky ground whether he'll be there much longer. Mm. And apparently McLaren's been knocking on the door. Not that they're... I've seen an interview with um, Ron Dennis and he's showing no, as usual, yeah, there's definitely no inkling that maybe that's happening or not. The tyre strategy this race was kind of interesting. I think the front runners were almost all on different tyres at one stage of the race. They were. It was like their teams definitely split the strategy. And quite clearly, it was like, boom, you are now on this strategy. Yep. I think Rosberg got told, you're on plan B. Yeah, and Ham was on A, and uh, Ricardo got B, I think, and Verstappen got A. So, it, yeah, it was very weird because they all, you know, most of the teams only have one set of new softs to put on the car. Mm -hmm. And um, they were probably the, well, it depends who you talk to down the pit lane, I guess. Uh, Ricardo was quite happy with super softs, but Verstappen, Verstappen really loved the softs and did not like super softs. Well, Verstappen on the radio said this is not the race tyre when he was on the super softs, and that was quite clearly boom. I See, I think there's things there. Because he is following Ricardo, he's in dirty air. So Tires are getting destroyed. Yeah, where Ricardo in cleaner air, super softs were great for him. Oh, Ricardo just had good car pace all weekend. He was quick. It was, oh, it was back to old Ricardo. Yeah. It's like the podium last weekend... Helped him. Picked the weight off his shoulders again, and he's he's driving driving like he was uh, like five meetings ago. The pass, the notorious pass this race. Yep. Max and Rosberg, give us your take. What's your opinion? Not what FIA has come out and ruled. What's Look, your opinion? It might be controversial, but I think it should have been allowed. There's too much inconsistency in this. Um, it's just like the Hamilton one. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they made contact with the Hamilton one, they weren't at the edge of the track yet. Yes, they were going to get to the edge of the track, but they weren't. There's been plenty of passes like that in the in the past where that's been allowed. You meant to, you know, he's he's the commanding position. 
you just got to yield. It's probably not the best for racing, but there just doesn't seem to be a consistency there. Now there's been a consistency for the last two that have been penalised, but it just doesn't seem right to me. No, and it just, just it's discouraging overtaking. If like, all right, Rosberg did come from a long way back. Oh, it's a like, massive leap. It, it was a, a good, huge... And you have to do that on Verstappen. He's such a good blocker. Yeah. Well, we saw that all last week. Yeah. I actually think that's the other thing they've got to look at. Maybe he, Verstappen needs to be talked to about how vigorously he blocks because I think it's getting borderline dangerous. Yeah, because like Rosberg, if Rosberg knew that, you know, Verstappen's well, still, not going to just jump out in front of him and block him. Did you under brakes? Rosberg it. was coming from a long way back. And Verstappen started to turn across in front of him. But then he saw him and then moved. Yeah, and moved out of the way. Because there was going to be a big crash. Yeah, but then do you think Verstappen was actually thinking that Rosberg was going to come at him from that far back? No, I don't think he was. And that's why he turned in, because he was just taking that normal line from the corner. Oh, no, but that wasn't normal. That was defending. Yeah. That was before he should turn in. So he turned in early as if he was, because he's seen him pull out to make the move. Yep. And then he went, oh, I'm going to block him. And then went, oh, shit, oh his closing speed is way too fast. Yep. And um, he had to pull out of yeah, it because there was going to be contact. That movement by Verstappen definitely would have put Rosberg off. Yeah. My it original looked- view of it, I thought, oh, Rosberg, you know, he's trying to drive him off the track here. Mm-hmm. Um, after watching the replays a few times, you can see that he actually does start turning before the well before the edge of the track. He was going to obviously put him in the marbles and... You know, run him out a little him, wide, yeah. but there's nothing wrong with that. And run him pretty much off the track, but he was going to leave him on the track just because they made. Did they make? They made contact. Uh, did they or no, did they, they just ma- push they didn't him? make contact. No, they, no contact. Verstappen did the right thing, and um, he he chose to go around the outside of the corner, which is which is normal. That's the normal thing. That's what I, th- I thought. That's what F1 was always about. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just aggressive driving. Yeah, I mean... Rosberg did an aggressive overtake. And Verstappen's not exactly like a very passive driver himself. So no, he, he would have done the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, I just thought it was a bit funny. Well, what was your view on it, Michael? Did you think it was too aggressive or did you think it was I, okay? When I first saw that, I thought, all right, yep, cool. I didn't think there was anything wrong with what we saw. But then when he got the penalty, I was looking, I, I can see kind of why. But I just think it's... I don't think that was worthy of a penalty. I just think that's racing incident. Maybe if the FIA deemed it wrong to readdress the position, maybe not. Yeah, it, it five seconds was harsh. That's a hard, especially when then your team makes it an eight second penalty. Yeah, what's the team trying to do? Teach him a lesson or something? I don't know. We'll get that that was, was just that you, was. You just need to stopwatch someone. Yeah, invest in a stopwatch. They're spending like <laughs> probably three quarters of a billion dollars a year on that team. Oh, get a God stopwatch. Knows how much money they spend on that front jack? Like they are not cheap. Those front jacks on those cars. Carbon fiber and everything. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, can't afford a stopwatch. Well, some bloke counting like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, <laughs> eight Mississippi. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I was meant to say go, wasn't yeah. I? <laughs> So the only retirement of the race was Massa. He just had a shocker. Finished with my notes on Massa. He's just bad race for Massa. Yeah, shocking. Hundred races or hundred GP starts for Ricardo. That was a pretty good event, and he really did tap off the weekend with it. Like, yep, Shuey and all. Shuey and all. Yeah, no, another great drive by him, and he did a great, great job all weekend. Good maturity. Yeah, he's driving probably the best he's driven his whole career, and he he hasn't slowed down, so he's doing great. He's now getting tested the best, or 
one of the best up and coming drivers and he's doing a great job. What's your view on Vettel telling the team no on the radio? Mm, I'm of mixed opinions about this, Michael. Absolutely mixed. Do you think if he pitted, he would have made the undercut? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay, we all agree on yeah, that. Yeah, I agree with Vettel there. He had, like, yeah, he I didn't would probably even know. ask the question The too. fact that he had to ask him was like, who are we undercutting? Like, I can't see anyone. I'm on a straight and I can't see a car in front of me. Like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought it was funny that the team come out with that. It's just... Being a driver, he doesn't have everything set out in front of him. The team does. They have all the timing boards. They can see what the other cars are doing. They can see what strategies they are. They can see maybe they're trying to do a two-stop and we're doing a three-stop and they're going to fall off at the end of the race and we need a pit now so we've got good pace to the end of the race. They can see all of that sort of stuff. When he's micromanaging it from the car, it just to me it just seems a bit odd. It's, it's like he doesn't trust the team at all. Um, they haven't made the best calls. They haven't. And this is really compounding now because now it's going to lead to even worse decisions because he's second-guessing what they're doing back yeah, in the Yeah, you, you have garage. to trust your team. But, you I mean, like, we've, we've talked about this in other episodes that Ferrari always seem to try and make things difficult for themselves with tyre th- strategy. Yeah, and I think Ferrari sometimes they try and cover things off when instead of going great. They're doing what Williams was doing last year. They get in a position to yeah. win a race, and then they're like, how can we make this as hard as possible? <laughs> <laughs> they, they really they, did. Oh, they just get in a position, and then they're like, how can we make sure that we can still get second? <laughs> yeah, you're like, like, first is overrated. Second's <laughs> where it's at. I don't know. It, like, know nothing wrong with not silver. Quite true, but <laughs> it's just, yeah, they're, they're, they're really damaged, and they need to be careful here. So there needs to be some team-building stuff done over this summer break, because... The trust is not there with these this team. No, and then after Vettel said no, this is a dumb decision. The team's like, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah no, nah, bad, no, bad call yeah, by yeah, us. Like, yeah. oh, whoops, sorry, sorry bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We yeah, were looking at the wrong screen. Yeah, <laughs> shit, we're looking at the other okay. car. I like, but the the funny thing is, the the reason they did that was because Verstappen come in and pitted that lap. Yeah, but still, it was a it was a gamble that was probably never going to pay off. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then towards the end of the race, you had your might rain. Everyone was talking about a little bit of rain. That never showed. It looked quite dark, though. Yeah, I think I've seen a couple of spots on one camera, but Yeah, and I think Ros- uh, not Rosberg. Hamilton saying something about some rain, but... I was kind of hoping for some rain. Make it it would have livened it up, because at the end... And we, we, just, we literally spoke about this 20 minutes before we started recording. It's just the last few races... The start of the race has been so exciting and there's so much happening. And then you get towards the end of the race and it's so, I mean, it generally happens. It's not just Formula One as well. It's other racing categories that this happens as well. But you sort of just fall into that groove where you're like, now we're coming home. Yeah, the last probably hour of that race, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and you don't even have was, a full two-hour race. So. Yeah, it was um, managing gaps and managing tyres to the end. Was essentially what the race was. It was not. Oh, actually, to be honest, Rosberg's pace dropped off a bit and stuff like that, which Ros- is not great. Yeah, Ros. I feel sorry for Rosberg. I, I am, you know, a Rosberg fan now, and I want him to do well. But this race, he just was nowhere. Two races in a row, he's been pretty much. Like, he was nowhere. He finished fourth, and he's nowhere. That's that's the crazy thing about it, though. Yeah, this is a guy at the start of the race, start of the year, at one stage, was on seven race wins in a row. Yep. 
And he's really... He's sh- now lost eight in a row. Yeah. He is struggling. And I don't see him winning the championship. I really have a feeling that Lewis has now got it. Well, after the article I was reading on the weekend about the fact that Mercedes might be introducing two new motors at the next meeting yeah, you for were Lewis saying something about that. so they can dodge the um the grid place penalty which one like I'm not the biggest Hamilton fan I'm I'm not as hard against Hamilton as probably Michael is but um I just think that that's kind of not in the sp- the, the spirit of the spirit sport of the yeah, sport. yeah no you were the telling whole, me about the that the whole before. spirit of the sport with this new engine penalty thing is so the little teams can't don't get stuck with having to buy new motors for every race. This is what it's about. It's well, about it's no making point. reliable motors. And also you can't have a you can't expect a race team to just like build one motor for a race. Yeah, exactly. So it's, not it's to make it so these there's nothing to stop Hamilton putting five engines in in this race meeting. Okay, but there is because he can't do that. There's not that many sessions. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, there's nothing to stop him putting an engine in for practice one, practice two, practice three, and then going a new engine for qualifying. And then take your 80 grid place penalties. Yeah. I just don't see that. It, I think if you take two engines in one meeting, uh, especially for no mechanical problem at, at all. Uh, yeah. When you were telling me that, that they were going to run the two engines... In one race I meeting, think, uh, I think that grid place penalty should carry over to the next meeting. Yeah, if you if there's nothing mechanically wrong with your engine that there's a new engine that you're replacing, then it should be like where they have to prove that there's actually mechanical reason to you know. Yeah, change Otherwise, the gearbox and should, stuff like that. Like, obviously they can't do that because there's the rules are already written, but it just there's a loophole in the rule, and rich teams can work their way around it. Mm. There's nothing to stop Mercedes. They don't. They have the money. They don't care that they're costing, you know, fifteen million euros a, an engine. They'll just put them in. Yeah, and you 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 can't do that. Like you need your grid place penalties to carry over if that's going to happen. Yeah, because I mean, it, but it then really if you had... penalizes people like, you know, Toro Rosso and Manor and Williams and Force India and all these other. Teams that do not have the budget to just, you know. Ah, oh, we'll just whip in two motors this, yeah. this round. Yeah, exactly. Um, it just doesn't seem sp- like yeah. it's... But, I mean, like, you can't have your... I mean, I would have no issue if you got more than the number of grid penalties placed, like, carried over. But then you'd probably still have Honda at the back of the grid... For the next ...serving their, um, <laughs> 100... What was it? 107 grid place penalty? It was yeah, a record. I remember, I remember at least 105. Yeah. For Alonso or something. It was a shit ton. Yeah. A few was... penalties. I've heard the fact that there's like... you That's know like they generally four take... meetings or five meetings of rear field. You know how they take the team photos, like if the driver wins and they've got like, you know, like Nico P1 is down there with a little pit board <laughs> thing on there. They, the Honda did that with their penalties. <laughs> so it's got like 105 and whatever it is. Yeah. If I can find a photo for it, I'll link it in the show notes. But yeah, um, that was kind of funny when they did that. I had, I had a good chuckle. Championships starting to blow out, Michael. It really has. It really has. I think Hamilton has got a lead. He's got 217 points to Rosberg's 198. Mm. At one point, Rosberg was fifty, uh, 43 points ahead. Yeah. He's now at 19 po- points behind. Yeah. Rosberg at one point looked untouchable. But Not good. But if you were to take out the Mercedes, 
Pretend the Mercedes didn't exist. Yeah. Ricardo's doing great. Ricardo is doing great. And um, at the start I of the year, the team... I didn't expect him to be that high up. No, me neither. Um, the team definitely... I don't know. I noticed a difference on the weekend. Even Verstappen was happy to get third. Did you see that? Yeah. I didn't expect that from him. No, the two Red Bull drivers came out and they embraced after the race. And yeah, they were just... I think they were just really happy. And Christian Horner's come out and said they're doing better than what they originally thought for the for the first half. Yeah, the pairing. As as well as the cars are performing better than what they originally anticipated at the start of the year. Yeah. uh, Honestly, look at Mercedes. I think the development will probably slow down soon. I Mm -hmm. don't think they're going to spend too much well there's major changes next year yeah exactly all the teams are already working on next year's car mm-hmm. um every team and i think the developments in the cu- the current car will slow down coming you know probably not straight away in the, in the after the summer break but there'll absolutely be some it slowing down soon well quickly um touch on the podium shoeys shoeys mate shoeys yep nothing Ricardo. like must be an aussie thing hey ricardo and uh, and Davy Reynolds have both done them on the on the podium. Yeah, I was watching it, and then I like seeing like what the hell is Ricardo doing? He's playing around with his foot and bust his shoe out and pull his shirt. Oh my, like, he's fucking. It looked doing like he shoe. thought twice about it. Yeah, it is, it, like he like, wasn't sold on the idea. Uh, he's like, this was hilarious it. in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I just smelt it. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Like that would, I guess, it's full of champagne. Ah, uh, good on him. But yeah, it was it was a, it was it was a good thing. I've got a video of that. I'll link that in the show notes if you haven't seen him doing a shoey. Do you see like uh, Hamilton's face looking over at him like, what the hell is he doing? Like yeah. everyone was like, okay, I don't know what he's doing. Commentators are like, maybe it's an Australian thing. I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> we drink from shoes. <laughs> it was funny. There's been a bit of testing going on. Yeah, Ferrari have been Have out. you seen the photo? Yeah. yeah. Looks Big quite good. wide tyres, yeah. Look like a modified rear wing and front wing as well. Mm. Hopefully. And like, well, they've changed some rules since last race. The radio's back. Everyone probably would have noticed on the um, yeah, telecast. Everyone was like, all right, we can tell you, tell the drivers exactly everything. And straight up like, all right, Hamilton, such and such is on these and they're on primes. And this is five laps younger than that. And I was like, ah, oh, this is kind of what we didn't want. I just, just uh, I, don't I, I don't mind it. it. But then they really started to like, all right, you want the talking back. And they were like giving you a lot more information, like a lot more radio trans. I know yeah, the like radio transmissions probably would have dropped down when during the, the ban. Yeah. But now they've been lifted. It was just like, everyone's gone hell for leather. It's like, yes. <laughs> what can you tell me? Like, what's someone in the crowd wearing? Like, there's <laughs> any information I need to know. Yeah, it was amazing how quickly the teams got back into it. I was thinking that during the race. I'm like, geez, they're really going for it. <laughs> And as someone, I'm like, I'm not sure if they need all this information. <laughs> I'm sure half this information's going in one ear and out the other. Like, I don't care what the guy in ninth <laughs> is doing on tires. <laughs> but you did get to hear Lewis. It's hammer time. Yeah, that was good to hear again. Even though I'm like, oh shit, here we go again. Well, but the scary part was he had just done the two two fastest laps of the race in a row. And then they're like, all right, it's hammer time, Lewis. And you're like, what? Wait, what? No. <laughs> Wasn't that hammer time? Yeah, I just thought then? we were just in hammer time. It's like, uh, God damn it. I was just, I just wanted to have a quick look at um, fastest lap. Yeah, Ricardo, Ricardo pulled it off. Ricardo pulled it off. I, was, I just thought Mercedes would have it. I honestly did. I didn't think Ricardo could get up there, but he did. Like a nice, respectable 118.442. 
for race pace. That was um that was really good, and I think that's his I'd say second that was, fastest lap for the season. He got one in Australia as well. I'd say that might be something to do with um, when he come out of the pits and Verstappen was close behind him, and the team asked him to build a gap. Build the gap. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure this was straight after he got onto this new super softs. Yeah. So they said, build the gap, mate. So he built a gap. So that Verstappen wouldn't say, I, I want to. Oh, I'm, I'm driving like a grandma. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, the, one of the reasons why I was checking on that, I didn't do it. Is once again, gamble responsibly. Um, anyone but Mercedes was paying about $17 to one. Yeah. To get faster slap. And I'm not going to go on the whole. I was thinking about putting Ricardo, but anyway, just wanted to check that. <laughs> but nah, good on you, Ricardo. And he also got driver of the um, driver, driver of the day. Of the day. So he should have. He did some good passing and um, great race. You know, um, Max has actually got the most number of driver of the days so far. Really? Yeah. I can imagine he would have. When he was with Toro Rosso. No, no, no. Uh, this season, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. He was with Toro Rosso <laughs> this season. God, it's... Uh, we're halfway through the season, mate. We're basically finished. He's now a Red Bull driver. I'm just, <laughs> uh, oh. So, yeah, when he was with Toro Rosso, he was coming from sort of mid-pack... And working his way back up into the points. And that that's commendable. So he's actually got four driver of the days. That's impressive. He got one in Spain, in Canada, Austria, and the UK. Jesus, he's... I don't know how good this driver of the day thing is. Kevin Magnussen's on there and Daniel Kvyat. <laughs> Danny Kvyat's on there too. It's voted by <laughs> the fans. Um, yeah, I don't know how In China... Kvyat got all his Chinese fans to vote him. Yep. I don't know how he didn't get all the Russian fans to vote him in China, but Magnussen did. Um, no, this is just a good little <laughs> thing. I mean, like, Ricardo did great. Uh, Raikkonen did excellent last week. Yeah, Raikkonen's so been driving well. Raikkonen has. He's just been doing fantastic. Give him that new, the new contract, and he's just doing things that he shouldn't. It's crazy. Have you heard much about Chief Technical Officer of Ferrari? Leaving? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. Allison? Yeah. Hmm. This would be interesting. He's gone back to the UK. He couldn't. They've, he's left on neutral terms with the team. Yeah, he wanted to move back s- for family. Yeah, he's got some family problems and stuff. So, obviously, being away a lot and pretty much living in Italy probably isn't the best thing for family life. By the looks of it, he hasn't. Uh, James Allison hasn't been put on. A retainer sort of thing. No, I think he's just he's like left team. the team now. It's yeah, a, I don't think they made him sign a contract to go on gardening leave, as they say in the racing world. You're on gardening leave, i.e., we still pay you, but you're not allowed to give anyone our information. Remember, like this is different category. V8 supercars, Adrian Burgess. Yeah, that was the that was a big one when that happened. That's like yeah, well, it was like the start of the year, pretty much. Like probably no, two months, three months after, into it was the at a halfway point, wasn't it? Oh, I'm not sure. I thought it was like two months or three months into the season, and they're like, it, and yeah. he's gone. I mean, <laughs> like Adrian must have had a good garden for the number oh. of times that he, like the length of time that he had off, his garden must be schmick. Yeah, definitely. Um, in little random off-topic news, Bernie Eccleston's mother-in-law is no longer being kidnapped in Brazil. Yeah. Did so what's the go it? there? Is so she? She got kidnapped. Yep. In Brazil, and I think they're holding her ransom for thirty-six million, million. US dollars. Yeah. They're like the largest ransom in Brazilian history or something. I think it took a few days before they caught whoever or they've they've rescued his mother in law. 
Yeah. Don't get too many people going, yeah, go rescue my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just like, come on, Brazil. You guys really need to, like, you want to host the... F- it's the Is quickest his- way to lose. Oh, yeah. That's Sorry. his wife. That, yeah, his... Bernie, so we're looking at photos Bernie Eccleston <laughs> and his wife. His wife is well younger than that. His mother-in-law is younger than he is. Because Bernie's like, what, 60 million years yeah, old? I was about to say, he's um, from the prehistoric era. <laughs> like Bernie's pretty old and his missus is pretty young. But yeah, so she's, she's all safe and stuff. Um, I don't know, it's come out saying it could be his, his helicopter. Uh, Eccleston's pilot arrested over mother-in-law. This is not the first wow. time Bernie Eccleston's employers, employees, sorry, have plotted against him. Yeah, this is true. I mean, you don't, you, you gotta be, you, he's worth a lot of money. It's good to see that everything's happened and, you know, it's all worked out. I mean, Brazil's, they're about to be in the news a lot shortly and we don't know if it's all for the good things. Uh, by the looks of it, they're already having a lot of dramas in Brazil. Yeah. Olympics. Uh, we're not. not we're not an Olympic now. podcast. No, but so we're not going to cover any of that. And we've got three three weeks off. Yeah. When's the next V eight round? Actually, Michael? next V eight round is in Sydney Motorsport Park. Do you just use um, Reddit's web page? Do you? That's Reddit. Yeah, because that looks cool. That's that's the Formula the One. Yeah, that's cool. Do you just make like a user and then it gives you? You just go to Reddit. dot com. Yeah. Forward slash. Forward slash Formula One. Hmm, I like it. If you haven't been to the Reddit Formula One, it's definitely something worth to check it out. I mean, they're really good. It's there's content all the time. Really, like it's just it's, it's a condensed. It's condensed. You got good conversation in the topic uh, in the comments. They've got their weekly ask like ask questions. So if you're new to the sport, you can ask questions. Um, it's just a really good little subreddit. It comes with so much info, like. And people posting up everything, so you get all like you know, videos from the race. People have their own polls that they want to know what's going on. You get the photos, like hit, you know, there's photos here of Seb with the new big wide tires, which look awesome, by the way. Mm. I love the big wide tires. Um, but yeah, no, definitely, it's Reddit's pretty good. Check it out. Back to the next round of the supercars is in 23 days, 17 wow. hours. Not for when you guys weeks. hear this. You guys will hear this probably thir- come out Thursday or Friday. We recorded a day late. Someone went fishing on yesterday, so we couldn't record. Yeah, it was only our wedding anniversary. <laughs> not us. We're not married. We're not allowed to get married in this country yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, happy anniversary to you. Thank you. And I hey, you caught lots of fish on the weekend. Yeah, it was great fun. You didn't bring me any. I do have some in the freezer for you, actually. Oh, you do? Yes. But uh, you're here and you didn't bring me any fish. I know, it was, uh, that was bad management on my part. <laughs> Hindsight is great. <laughs> uh, I remembered when I got here, I'm like, hmm, damn. Damn, this <laughs> I'm not going back, but <laughs> <laughs> It's a very short episode this week. I apologize. He was out fishing. Or he, you can't see who I'm pointing to. <laughs> JD was out fishing this weekend. Um, plus, it was his second anniversary with his wife. I was in the garden all weekend. Um, so I only got to watch the race and now we've got, yeah, 23, 24 days off. Yeah. Bit of a break. So we'll catch up with everyone, uh, once the racing commences again, mm-hmm. um, and talk to you all then. Remember to hit us up on Facebook and go to our email address, Michael. It's at breakinglate at gmail.com. 
Send us any inquiries or questions or um, any feedback. Feedback, yep. Yep. Don't forget to um, check out our Twitter. Uh, yep. Michael's posting on there quite frequently, so at, get up on that. At BreakingLate underscore FM on yep. Twitter. Um, yeah, just like, share, subscribe our podcast. Um, you guys are great. You've been doing a fantastic job. So Thank you for your support. Up. Yeah, we, I mean, I know we, this, is, this is like our little halfway break of our season, even though we started halfway through the season, but now we've got a small break and I just want to thank everyone for the um, support we've gotten over this. I mean, we've managed to, we've built up a nice little audience, which is fantastic. Yeah. Yep. It's, um, it'd be great to hear from any of you that have any advice or anything that you want us to change anything and we're more than flexible. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Catch you guys later. See ya. Bye.